0: Welcome to Your Story is Your Strength podcast, a podcast about how your story or journey through life, events, and activities is your strength. What is storytelling and how can your story become your strength? Thank you for joining us today for episode three, Breaking the Stigma. I'm Sarah Locke, your host, and today I'd like to talk about stigmas and the importance of breaking them. There are two big stigmas that I would like to build awareness around, those of mental health and those of physical nature. A stigma, by definition, is a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. I grew up in an environment that to feel overwhelmed, to be anxious or not yourself, meant you were crazy and weak, that you should be a strong enough person to overcome, to push through it, and to just bottle it up and push it down deep inside of you. Sounds really healthy, right? Well, it was also shared thought that mental health doctors were all quacks or they would only make you crazier so you kept going to them as a patient and paying for their services. This indeed is a stigma itself. One that I actually believed until recently. Remember, we are never too old or set in our ways to change how we think, what we believe and how we live our lives. It's called growth. We're allowed to do it every moment of our lives. And we change our minds upon learning new things and adjust our behaviors accordingly. It's about being human. I never wanted to be seen as weak, as not being able to handle my own thoughts, but as the pandemic surged on, for two years and more and life was feeling out of control with my own feelings of anxiety about getting sick and the potential of causing my MS to flare with irreversible outcomes, I was scared. I was also going through a divorce in a new relationship and with somebody boldly opening my eyes to mental health issues of their own, raising a teenage daughter in a new living situation and simply feeling overwhelmed by it all. I was making choices for others and how they would respond and react in mind, not how it actually affected my own health. I knew I was anxious ever since I had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis just months before the COVID outbreak. I used to say that I was wearing masks before they were even cool because with MS, any illness is a risk. But all of this weighed on my mind. All of the new things happening in my life, dealing with others' mental health, was exhausting on top of my own that I hadn't even realized was there. It wasn't until a doctor's appointment for an annual exam that I was alerted by the doctor's look, the look on her face as I shared. She noticed right away that I wasn't myself and became concerned. But this time, instead of thinking she was silly and shaking it off and saying I was fine and that she just caught me at a bad day or in a weak moment, I let her in. I let the tears flood my eyes and run down my face like a raging river. I finally let out my emotions. To make a long story short, I had a mental health coach and a therapist by the end of that very day. 4 hours of them gauging my potential to be a threat to myself, to others, and learn how much digging I had done to get myself there and what the potential was for me to bring myself back with help. Help of medication, help of specialist, I was ready for whatever it took. I was broken. I wanted to not feel so heavy, so burdened by what I was smiling through like I had a perfect life, like how I looked on my social media feed, what I was covering up even to myself every single day. I was ready. I was done. What a difference acceptance can make is the first step in breaking the stigma. You have to break your own stigmas. It isn't weak to have a mental health issue. I'm not less of a person, partner, or mother. I am better for getting the help I need. I am lighter because I have someone to share my thoughts, feelings, and concerns with that can help me digest them all. To break down my life situations into what is in my control, what is out of my control, and how to respond and behave accordingly. I'm not a bad person to not have the same thoughts and opinions as others. I also don't have to accept the thoughts and opinions of others as my own. And there is a tactful way to express myself without coming across as mean, rude, and unresponsive to others' feelings. These are all lessons I've learned. I broke my own stigma and with a year of therapy under my belt and weekly meetups where I get to check in on how I'm doing with them and share my challenges lets me breathe easier i'm taking care of myself my thoughts aren't all bottled up inside and no longer explode out of me when folks aren't expecting it and seemingly out of the blue i used to get so stressed and anxious and then bottle it all up and something would trigger it and explosions were unforeseen now i don't bottle as much up And even though I do choose my battles, I have tons of methods that I can use to alleviate the feelings I'm having and live my life. I have since been sharing my story, writing a detailed blog post about the day I was diagnosed with a mental health illness. Yes, I do have an illness. It's anxiety in my case, and I'm able to manage without medication at this time And with practicing my emotional exercises to get better at the way I respond to people and situations, I practice sharing my feelings and make sure that those in my life know what I'm experiencing so as to not let it well up inside of me. Those in my life can't help if they don't know. They might be struggling too, and just by sharing can help them feel not so bad anymore. Not everyone needs a mental health coach or a therapist, but for those of us that do, we shouldn't be looked down upon or made to feel less than because we do. A mental health coach is just like a primary care physician, someone that can help diagnose and guide us. They just do it mentally. I know I am still judged by some about having a therapist, some in my family, some of my friends. I'm not bothered by this because their opinion is no longer my opinion. And I'm going to do what I have to do in order to live my best life and have never felt so clear in my mind and the direction of my thoughts than today. I'm an advocate and will always promote for mental health awareness. Let's break the stigma and share our stories, making it a norm. Another stigma I want to touch on is women's health. Is it me or is it shushed to talk about pap smears and mammograms? Again, I lead with, since I was diagnosed with MS, I'm now more open about these things. I'm on a disease modifying treatment that can cause cancer in my body, specific breast cancer. A real, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger sort of scenario, don't you think? But I now go for regular mammograms and don't push off what needs to be scheduled or reschedule. And I pay close attention to if the doctor wants to do further testing or imaging. I shared on my socials that it's the day to go get my boobs squished. And even though it's unpleasant, breast cancer most surely is more so of an unwanted event. We all begrudgingly go and think it will always come back lump or bump free. And then when it doesn't, we're scared and not wanting to share. Then when we do, people are acting shocked like there's something special that should have kept cancer away from you or us. Let's just stand up for ourselves and for all the women around us. Let's talk openly about saving the tatas. That's the actual hashtag I use when I share about mine. I don't want to be shocked. I don't want to be surprised. I want to detect it early and take care of it with several options available instead of putting it off and not being able to have all the options I previously did. Know your body. Share your story and make people aware of how important your overall health is, and that includes your mind. Businesses haven't started providing mental health days for nothing. They know the importance of an employee's ability to focus and work under tight timelines with little to no resources. It can wear on a person, and therefore we need to take care of ourselves both at work and at home and everywhere in between. I can go on and on. Colonoscopies, for example. None of this is pleasant to talk about, but it's something we all have to be more open and willing to share because there are people that could be inspired from your scare or your battle with insert illness here that would make them not push off their next appointment or feel that perhaps some help from a specialist would be better than the struggle and pain they're currently in. What I've learned is life doesn't have to be so hard. We make it that way. Like the saying goes, and I'm paraphrasing and making it sort of fit this situation, but be the person that straightens another's crown when they didn't even know it was crooked. We can help by listening, being a shoulder, an ear, and not spreading that because they needed that support are weak or less than. They're just human, as we all are. Be kind Thank you for joining me today, and until next time, own your story, tell it well, and share it often.